0: Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki, and this is Jensen Ackles, and you're listening to Winchester Radio.
1: Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Winchester Radio. Uh, I'm Susan, and Becky is here, and she and Jared and Jensen and I all welcome you to Winchester Radio this evening, uh, this evening for us. Um is that we're winding down. This, uh, this was episode 1121. And we have two more after this one. And I will say about this episode that it's definitely, obviously, like, headed toward a big finale and headed toward big things happening. You can't, you can't accuse this last episode and this one of not being aware that they need to wrap up the big-time season storyline because some seasons of Supernatural, you're like, well, we've got one episode left and, you know, an entire season mark to wrap up in 42 minutes. Oh, boy. But no, no, not this season, which is a, a really cool thing. Uh, this episode's titled All in the Family. It was written by Eugene Ross-Lemming and Brad Buckner and directed by um, the longtime uh, director Thomas J. Wright. And he's directed many episodes of Supernatural, and uh, as well as many other TV shows. He's just fantastic, a lot of experience. And he's been on our
0: podcast,
1: which um, he's a really cool guy. Uh, yeah. And he did a great job directing. And I'm not a big fan, as, well as, as is well documented on this podcast, of these writers. In fact, you can, you can hear the capital T's in that, these <laughs> these writers, because I am not a fan, um, and I'm sorry, they didn't really change my mind much <laughs> with this episode. In fact, they didn't change it at all. Um, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. And it, part of it could be it had the um, um, impossible task of following Um, the last week's episode, Don't Call Me Shirley, which was stellar all the way around. Um, uh, Actually, before we get started too much, because I see a caller holding already, Uh, Becky and I are going to talk about this episode for a little while, just uh, amongst ourselves. (laughs) And then um, we'll be able to open it up to call in questions or comments for a short time just a little bit later on the podcast and we'll announce the call-in number then so i see you calling but if you want to hold that's fine and listen to the show and we'll talk later or you can hang up and call back i have i see your number and i will make sure you get on um One of the best things about this episode for me, I'll start with something good um, and amazing, actually, was the return of Kevin. And it was a total, yes, total shock, total surprise, (laughs) not spoiled in the least bit. And God to prove that he was God to Sam and Dean, um, Kevin appears to vouch for God, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. Um, and even though I loved seeing him again, again, that was one of the moments where I was like, but, but wait, I was happy to see him. I thought he looked great. Uh, after all this time, I guess, hanging around the bunker, he did not turn into a um, twisted, vengeful spirit, which is the concern of a spirit who's somewhere between here and there. Right. Um, right, right the time Yeah, I also uh, And that, and another issue is Which comes right with this Isn't the veil is closed You can't really get to heaven I know that the angels have traveled back and forth But people, they're dying Right, and they're being reaped But they're supposedly not going on To heaven or hell, right? That hasn't changed Well, they
2: never <laughs> have
3: I, I don't know but, See, You know, we had that episode with I'm not sure, you know, we had that episode with Kevin, you know, where he told us people were stuck in the veil, but Mm -hmm. they never clarified it after it, and so I had assumed that people were now no longer stuck in the veil. Um, You know, (laughs) why would God, you know, why would God let people still be stuck in the veil since heaven, the angels are back, Metatron's no longer in charge and all that good stuff. So, him letting Kevin up to heaven, I was like, so that means the other people are still stuck in the veil. Are you gonna let them stay there? Yeah, I was a bit confused about that. Yeah. And the other thing is like, um, uh, go tell his mom. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> his <hair>. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, what about Mama Tran? It was written right. I'm like, what about Mama Tran? I mean, how like,
1: and you know, uh, Kevin. And I'm happy that God was like, you know what. Kevin off to heaven and I'm thrilled you know for him to go on to heaven but he just kind of left and what about mom <laughs> who who he stuck with him you know she chose to to be with him and Kevin chose to go with her actually I'm sorry I said he was still around the bunker and he wasn't um, he was with his mom but that's worse <laughs> He's he's been with mom and And all of a sudden he's like, oh, well,
3: the God, thanks. I'm off to heaven. So much for mom. Yeah, I'm hoping (sighs) that he, you know, he's able, you know, since he's in heaven, he can get an angel or somebody to send a message to her, you know, say, hey, sorry, I left without saying goodbye, but, you know, Chuck sent me on home, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I, I would hope, you know, when
1: Sam and Dean get a chance, they at least, find her and let her know that if she was wondering, you know, Kevin moved on, maybe Kevin and his mom had a discussion and he decided to move on on his own. Or maybe he's like, Mom, you're not moving on with your life as long as I'm hanging around. And he just moved, decided to move yeah. back to the bunker or yeah. something. I, who knows? It would be nice to know. And And for me, that's one of the things about these writers, they kind of decide what the heck and they do what they want and it's not always uh, a part of continuity or, or checked on or something but uh, but
3: overall it was
1: great to see Kevin.
3: <laughs> and Yeah, even if it was just for a super short time. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. was honestly that I was honestly shocked. I did not expect mm-hmm. to see that you know, see Osric at all. And so that was a really, really cool surprise. Mhm. And I'm kind of put out at God's <laughs> T V
1: show or not literally. Um, um, that Kevin and Sam and Dean are trying to have a talk and they're trying, you know, Sam and Dean feel bad and guilty and Kevin's trying to tell them it's okay and God interrupts and says, Well, you know, um, you know, on a on a, on a deadline here, so uh so long, Kevin, and yeah, I'm off to heaven with you And I'm like, But but wait <laughs> I could have done a whole episode with just Kevin there and and everything. So it was kind of hard. Um, uh, I liked the episode picked right up. I was going
3: to say, go hmm. ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say,
1: I liked it picked up right at the end of the last episode, because that was quite the ending with, uh, Sam and Dean following the amulet to, to find Chuck, God, and picks ticks right up there, and they of course don't believe him, and I love Chuck them into the bunker, and the looks on Sam and Dean's faces, very funny, but what I don't like is that not a single mention of the amulet, no amulet conversation, no nothing, and I get that Again, they're on a deadline with Amara and God, and everything, but you know Sam and Dean also spent a fair amount of time sitting and researching, and they could have taken thirty seconds a whole minute to talk about the amulet
4: well or at least you know we do see try to talk about it, and maybe maybe they
3: don't want to talk about it, but that was a huge thing, and it didn't
1: follow to this episode.
3: Well, I can see where it wouldn't have come up at the time um. You know, first of all, we mm-hmm. do see Dean sticking in his. We do see Dean stick it in his pocket, uh, but you know, I can see where it wouldn't come up at the time because, oh my God, God mm. just appeared, yeah. you know. So,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. and not only is
3: it God, it's somebody that they knew previously. You know, so somebody mm. that they knew turns out that he's been God the whole time. So I can see where the amulet talk kind of would go by the wayside. So, so they can discuss. Oh, this is God, you know, and mm-hmm. the may you know, can still come up at a later time.
4: Um.
3: Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I
1: know. I mean, there, you know, there's a lot going on. They did have a bunch of down, a bunch of downtime, and you know, I mean, they talked about questions they wanted to ask God and. That was another thing about this episode that I kinda of wondered. I mean I I I I love Sam and I know it's the writing, it's not Sam. They said, Well, I, I wanna ask why are the planets round, you know? And and I'm like, Really? <laughs> That's on your first on your list of questions. Don't you wanna know why you were chosen as Lucifer's vessel, <laughs> you know, don't you have other questions you think or things you want God to answer for yeah, I, anyway I can see there'd be a lot of questions, but those would not be my first questions, but you know anyway
3: well i i I liked what they were trying to show that he was like basically asking about thing you know every, you know everyday questions which. I I, mm-hmm. I do like that they went there. Instead of asking, you know, why do we exist? You know, some existential question. Mm-hmm. He was asking, you know, the the little things, which are
2: mm-hmm.
3: big things but little things. And I liked it I do like that they went there because Sam is an inquisitive person, you know, he mm-hmm. likes knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so I do I do see what they were going for and I do like that they went there. So I I liked it. Um mm-hmm. But I have to say that whole scene, the the whole scene though, that beginning scene, the one where we Dean breaks down when he's talking to Chuck, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. the best thing in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and J- Jensen's performance there was it, it it was incredible, and he was the star. That just that one little scene. Jensen's performance in it was the star of the whole episode. I thought, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole episode could have ended right there because it was. (laughs) Yes, Jensen was.
0: was It was amazing. amazing.
3: That that was the scene that he's been telling us about that he didn't expect for the, to have that emotional reaction to the scene, and he did. And they continued with it, and I thought it. I, I just. First of all, I love how the director shot it. I love how everybody was seated. It was, you know, God was Chuck, you know, kind of like in the seat of, you know, of responsibility, a seat of knowledge. You know, he's he's definitely Mm -hmm. in the lead in that conversation, the way he's seated. And there's Sam, who's seated a bit lower. They seated him a little bit lower, even though Jared is way taller than Rob. He's seated a bit lower, so, you know, he, you know, you can see that God is, on a higher level, you know, symbolically and everything, the way they seated it and with Sam's reactions, that was a perfect mm-hmm. also of putting in there. And then there's Dean over to the side, sitting on basically you know, the, the wall you know, the um, mm-hmm. side, the, and just out of the way and kind of, because he's upset and he wants to kind of be out of it, because he's upset at the moment, and just the whole direction of that scene was beautiful, mm-hmm. and Sam's mumbling, which that would have been me, I would have been the mumble, I, I, I would have <laughs> totally been the Sam, and how Dean mm-hmm. talks to Sam mumbling, and so Sam stops, and yeah, then, oh, okay, oh, <laughs> he's so
2: cute, he goes, okay, yeah, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I, I, I loved it. And and you're right, the way they, I noticed uh, the way they were sitting, the way they were arranged, how, you know, uh, uh, a closed-in Dean looked, um, how excited Sam was. And even though uh, Sam is very, very tall, he was sitting the lowest, you know, kind of off to the side. Mm -hmm. And and he had almost like a childlike um, excitement. And, And I loved it. And um, I love that God sensed that something, you know, Dean wasn't entirely on board. And you're right, the scene, if Dean had reacted like we would have guessed because of how he generally reacts to things like that, we would have guessed anger, you know, and, mm-hmm. and yelling and, and all that. And he wasn't. He was very quiet. And and he sits there and and. and because he's been angry at God for a while now, you know, and, and um, he's called him names and everything else, and he says, you know, he means no disrespect and and all that, but, and then he just lifts off these things, and it was coming from his heart, and he was so emotional, and Jensen just sitting here, and the tears just rolling down his face, you know, he's not even, like, like, Sobbing like he does sometimes not quite but the, the words I want, but there's usually sometimes there's a little bit more to it, sometimes it's just one tear. sometimes it's tears in his eyes. But this was the tears are just rolling down his cheeks and he didn't like even realize they were there, I think, you know. And he didn't care. He didn't care that God saw him, he didn't care that Sam saw him. And yeah, it was it was a really stellar, stellar scene.
3: And you could you could just feel the pain, you know. He mm-hmm. and even and I, before Chuck even said anything, before God even said anything, I don't know. I'm going to be going back and forth between calling him Chuck and God before he mm-hmm. said anything. Mm-hmm. I was thinking he's feeling left behind, like he did with John,
2: and
3: mm-hmm. you know, then Chuck slash God, you know, kind of says mm-hmm. that. But yeah, I mean, Dean has been. Doing these things for God, you know. Once he, you know, once he found out in season mm-hmm. four when Castiel first shows up and he finds out that you know he's been chosen, you know God wants him. He God's chosen him,
2: and mm-hmm. he's been
3: doing all these things for God. Yet God has not done His part. He feels and he's been hurt, and mm-hmm. it, it it was it was just beautiful. It was beautiful.
1: Yeah, and he says. You know, he and then he says, you know, people prayed to you, built churches, fought wars, and and you did nothing. And Chuck, and I, I actually understood Chuck, God, like I said, go back and forth between the two. Um, said nothing he did made it seem to make a difference. You know, the humans just kept right on making the same mistakes, and he had to step back and let them deal. And then Dean said, But nothing got better, you left thinking it would get better, and it didn't, and
4: um,
1: you left us, you left us, and now you're trying to justify it, and that's when Chuck says, you know, I know you had a complicated upbringing, that's putting it mildly, Chuck, (laughs) Um, but don't (laughs) confuse, don't confuse me with your dad, and I was a little disappointed, that they like stopped the scene it was a great scene but i just wanted to hear more like maybe that was a good place to stop it like as far as an episode goes but i just wanted to hear more i loved that conversation
4: yeah and
1: and and they didn't show too much sam in that scene which is okay they did show him once and but he didn't really say anything um
0: I don't I think know, he, I would have liked it. I
3: think he scene. was, no, I thought it was perfect because
4: mm-hmm. he, he No, I didn't mind, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But yeah, he was He was being quiet and everything because he understands being pain and he, you know, he's sitting there letting him express his pain and I, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. everything about that scene, the writing, the directing, the acting was absolutely flawless, I felt.
2: Mhm.
3: Yes.
1: So if if um yeah, I the I even, even the words and the performance and everything it was it was just fantastic and um I did like that part of the writing in this episode. That was pretty amazing. Wherever that came from. Yes. It was great.
3: And I um, think we have to give a lot, a lot, a lot of the Kudos to Jensen because I, you know, mm-hmm. he, it wasn't written. It, it wasn't written for him to have that emotion, and it just mm-hmm. happened, and that's what made the scene so perfect. So, Jensen is a fricking fantastic actor, and it's <laughs> it is it was, he's was, he's amazing.
1: He is, and and yeah, the um, in fact, the writers told him. We talked about it last week. The writers, I think, and. So that was an unexpected choice for him to make in that scene. It worked. You know, everybody loved it, of course, mm-hmm. but it was an unexpected, like you said, the words were not written to be said that way. But he, and I guess it was even a little unexpected for Jensen when he was reading it. Yeah. And reacting to it. And, yeah, he was, Jensen, Just, just spectacular scene, just loved it, loved it.
3: And um, TV Line even um, put him at one of the um, actors of the week. If I can pull up the exact article, mm-hmm.
2: uh, let's
3: see here. honorable mention. He got an honorable mention this week along with um, Bellamy Young. That is who. Um, she was also on Supernatural. She was actually the first Lucifer. Um, she's on. Handle now. She plays the First Lady. Um, Uh But the TV Lines Performer of the Week was Taraji P. Henson from Empire. And then um, Honorable Mentions went to um, Bellamy Young, Jensen, and I don't know this actor. Uh, She's on Underground, which I have on my DVR. I watched the first two, and they were Mm -hmm. awesome. And the rest are on my DVR. Amira Van. So.
1: Yeah, totally, totally deserved. Absolutely. Um, Oh, I really liked Donatello, the new prophet.
3: Yes. Donatello. I I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I've been a fan of his for a long time. Keith, I've always never, I know his name. Zarbashka or, (laughs) um, but he was Holtz on Angel. And so it's like, I've, I've, you know, even though I couldn't stand his character on Angel, especially what he did with Connor and everything, if you watch Angel, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. but he's a great actor. He's been on X-Files, you know, he's been on a bunch of things. And so first time I saw him on the episode, I was like, it's Holtz, Holtz. (laughs) <laughs> here, you know, and so I—I I really thought that
2: was
1: pretty cool. Yeah, I—I—I I, I loved him. I didn't—I saw his name in the credits, and I've been a fan of his since he was on The Equalizer, which was like not the ah. movie with Denzel Washington, but the TV show with Edward Woodward, and oh, now i have to look at his name, Robert. To look it up because he was really fantastic, also I was a huge equalizer fan, and this was very long time ago and uh, a few other friends were fans, and I, I wrote some Equalizer fan fiction <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> anyway, anyway, he played a character called Mickey Kosmeier, who was a a i think he was c i a and he was quite a badass. And his like he was like one of those he would say you kick down the door and hose the room you know he was like you know shoot first ask questions later, which is uh, very different from the Equalizer and, and the others in there. Anyway, um, he looks very different now, um, and I didn't actually recognize him. I haven't seen him in a while, but I love him. And he was on a show. Uh, it was I think it was based on stories written by Stephen King called Golden Years, and they used the David Bowie song, Golden Years. It was really cool. Anyway. Um, anyway, his last name is pronounced Zerabika.
3: Ah, oh, thank you! I've never not... I've <laughs> always wanted to know how to say his name. <laughs>
1: yep, that's it. Yeah, i say it comes from Equalizer days. I I, uh, I think some fans like met him or whatever, but yeah, it's Zerabika anyway Um, anyway I loved I loved him as a prophet you know and I love that he uh, similar to all of them is like freaked out at first and um, he says something and then of course Sam and Dean are like you know on a deadline so they don't have time to like baby him along and they just kind of Bling him in the middle of everything, you know, and it's like, oh, oh by the way, you know, we're going to see God, and uh, um, you have to help us get <laughs> Lucifer back, who's being, uh, who's angel right now, yeah. and then there's God's sister, and he's like, he's got family, <laughs> and he's an atheist, and it reminded he's me trying of trying to Crowley. get out of the car. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he's like, let me, and I would have been the same way, and they're like, no, we keep the doors locked because we have monsters back there. That poor man. And then later on he says, you know, I don't know if you drink or not, you know, but here's a beer. And he's
3: like, I do now. (laughs) Seriously, can you imagine? I mean, I I can't imagine, you know, first of all, to go through what he has already went through. His whole town has died, even his poor cat. And then Mm. he got struck with all this knowledge. So he's already been through a ton and then mm-hmm. to being told, "Okay, now we're going to take you to meet God and Lucifer, and God is a sister. And we need you to help us fight and you know, and all this <laughs> i i i i yeah, I can't even imagine,
1: <laughs> oh, I know, I think I would have passed out. <laughs> um, I like Sam testing him to see if he could read Enochian. that was that was cool,,
2: mm-hmm. and he could
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> um. The only thing is, and because I like Donatello and I like that, you know, of course, Dean's first reaction is, you know, you know, the the Ninja Turtle. It's like, no, no, the Renaissance artist came first. But, of course, everybody thinks the Ninja Turtles first. But anyway, um, I'm worried about him because he's a prophet and all this stuff is going on. And Sam and Dean just put him in a cab and say, well, so long. Good luck. We just dumped all this on you. But whatever. Take care.
0: yeah
3: especially since you know he can he can sense amara so wouldn't she want to get she would yeah why she wouldn't she want to get rid of him you know so nobody would be able to find her yeah i thought that was not smart
4: yeah and and not even
3: like try and hide him or
1: tell him to hide out or give him a place to hide or, or
3: nothing, not even a weapon. Yeah, it's just, it's they should just let him stay in the bunker. The bunker is huge. Yeah, uh, yeah Should not just let him stay there? They let
1: everybody else stay there. So <laughs> right. Robits stay there. Um, yeah, so again, the writing, not a great decision, so I hope it doesn't come back to bite Sam and Dean in the, in the butt. But it probably will cuz just about everything does <laughs> um found dean and amara in this episode i mean i i know that they have this bond which i've always attributed to the mark of cain dean had the mark of mm-hmm. cain and all right. that but they didn't mention that and it it's just seems it she's if you don't know she's amara she's just kind of some kind of stalkery woman um, person from, you know, and, and then there's some odd dialogue like, you know, I've missed you and those sensations you arouse in me. And I'm like, sounds a little bit like one of Dean's porn movies on his computer that apparently God found as well. <laughs> um, so, Yeah. I mean, I get, I get the attraction, I get the fascination, but I, I, I don't think it was written really well. And I also didn't like that Sam goes off to meet Amara alone. Nobody protests, we or that we hear. Sam doesn't say anything about it because it, it should have freaked him out. You know, what do you mean you're going off alone to see Amara? That's not going to end well. And then, don't really see Dean again <laughs> until the end of the episode. I'm like. What? No, there was, I'm sorry, there was a lot of me going huh but it's happening here in this episode.
3: I am really confused mad at on too. I'm totally confused on what Amara wants with Dean because now it sounds like she wants to absorb his soul, you know, with how you know, we saw yes. the first half of the season she was, you know, eating people's souls. So it's mm-hmm. Sounds like that's what she wants to do with Dean, yet she's had all these chances in the past before, and she never did it. And if mm-hmm. she, if she wants to be with Dean, why? if you absorb his soul, you can't actually have conversation with the man. So, <laughs> I... Well, I, she's... She's a godlike power, I and get, she
1: just... She's, a, she's like a... She's a god. She has god power. So... If she And she's got this fascination with Dean, and, you know, she's not quite right. She's been locked up in a cage for eons. She's God's sister. She is nothing. To her, that's like her ultimate goal in life is to make everything nothing. So maybe she thinks that would be like yeah. a gift to Dean to make him nothing with her. Maybe. Um, Could be, yeah. You know, she's got that fascination with him, which I get. Yeah, and and of course it's almost like, you know, people who are, are, you know, psychopaths and serial killers, and they think killing killing someone will make them be with you forever. You know, it's almost like that. That's her train of thought. You know, it's like I'll kill you so no one else can have you. You know, also so yeah, it's it's very strange.
3: And you know, did think you, she? Did you? Since she wants to. It, it, to me, logically, if I was amara and I wanted to kill the whole world, you know, kill everything <laughs> I would want to leave Dean alive and not absorb his soul just so you know we can you know sit around mm-hmm. and talk out in the out in the ether or whatever will be left you know and, yeah what what would be left? Is there anything left
1: of amara? Does she also become her original nothingness I, you know yeah. I mean we see a a body growing yeah I don't know it's kind of hmm Um, also see if see if you had the same interpretation of this scene she she's met with Dean and she realizes that God's been uh, um, God and Dean have been discussing things plotting whatever and she's not happy about it and she disappears we don't get to see Dean's reaction to her figuring it out again not great writing or editing, but whatever. So she goes off and she goes after um, um, back where Sam and Metatron and Donatello are trying to get uh, Cassifer free. And she pops in. Uh, Metatron takes one for the team, which after last week I actually did like him. Um, But he... I think it's a cool decision that he made and he does owe them because he did kill Dean and do a lot of other terrible things. So Mm
3: -hmm. yes,
1: this actually made up for that. So yes, that's okay. But you know, um, even, even his angel spells didn't work on Amara, but credit to him for trying and giving uh, Sam and everybody a chance to get out of there. So Sam's driving away like crazy. And Amara appears in front of the car and she says, you're almost even not worth sparing. And to me, it sounded like she was saying that because she was going to, at the very least, spare Sam because of how Dean feels about them. Like, she's been doing that all along. Um, She could easily have killed Sam more than once, but she she spared him because of what he means to Dean. So, did you think that way, or or did you have a different interpretation?
3: I hadn't even thought about it. And (laughs) so... Oh well. I, yeah, the, yeah. I, I oh, with my brain. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well. but that that makes total sense. That that makes sense.
1: I thought it was an odd thing to say. You're not even worth sparing. Was she even considering sparing them ever? Like in the end, maybe she's like, maybe she would keep Dean alive, but let him have Sam to talk to.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Please, uh, yeah. no idea. Yeah. Uh. Oh well. And what did you
1: think when when Chuck tells Dean that's um, why I saved you? You know, you and Sam and a chosen few are they a past chosen few? Are they a chosen few to be revealed?
3: <laughs> I don't know, cause yeah, he's like that's why I saved you, it's like. You've saved them a million times. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, which time? Like, which time? Because yeah, I, yeah, I just figured it was just the writers. You know, because seriously, mm-hmm. you know, they mm-hmm. saved them so many times. Yeah, and I, you
1: know, not, not a surprise because you know, God, Chuck did say he kept kept trying with humans, you know, or whatever. So I'm not surprised he. That saved Dean over and Sam over and over again. I mean, he's got to know that they made those decisions, they made those deals, and speaking of deals, Chuck apparently is going to offer Amara a deal, and I'm like, did you learn nothing from Sam and Dean making terrible deals all this time?
3: Yeah, (laughs) it's so stupid. I'm sorry, God, but it's a stupid plan. Does he think mm. that she's actually going to let everything stay the way it is once they lock, once she locks him up? Of course not. No, it's she's so going to do everything stupid. the way she wants. Yeah, she's going to lock him up and then destroy the world. It's, it's
4: mm-hmm. a different
3: plan. Yeah. Well, let's see.
1: Um, another thing that just made me go, hmm, about this episode is um, – Dean and Sam are researching and discussing things and actually he's um and and actually he did this a couple times in this episode and I really love it that's happened all this season is that Dean and Sam are talking Dean will tell Sam things like he heard from Amar that Amar had appeared to him and he tells Sam and then at the end of the episode Sam says, you know, so you want to tell me about it and um Dean says what Amara wants and, you know, that she wants him to go away with her and all that. But I, I love that they're having those discussions, you know, it's like they're, they're talking, they're brothers. I just love it. Keep doing that, I hope, in season 12. But, but Chuck is coming. He's got his box of donuts, you know, and everything, and he's coming. And then Sam shushes Dean so Chuck can't hear. And I'm like... You know he's God, right? He can hear everything right. and he's everywhere all at
3: once. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was thinking the same like
1: a, thing. You know, it's like a nice try. Like I guess you know you don't think that stuff. And Chuck is Chuck is Chuck. You know he's not so God-like where you remember those things because he's Chuck. You know he's eating Chinese food in his boxer shorts. You know and stuff like and taking showers and whatever. And eating bacon, which I think is really cool.
3: And I love how happy Dean was. He's like, can we eat bacon? <laughs> okay, on a completely different subject, I just have yes. to mention how weird it was to see Sam helping Lucifer. You know, mm. Lucifer has his arm, you know, arm around Sam's shoulder. Sam's helping him walk. Here, now you know Lucifer is sitting in the passenger seat in the Impala with Sam driving. That's just so weird, and I understand story wise it makes sense; it all makes sense story wise to me. But uh-huh. it's just so weird to see. Uh, even you know, even though we're seeing it at you know we're seeing it as Misha Collins and not Mark Pellegrino, it's uh-huh. still weird because that is Lucifer. Even though he's in Castiel's body and
2: Mm -hmm. knowing
3: everything that Lucifer put Sam through, put Dean through,
2: Mm. and
3: and, you know they're helping him. They they brought him to the bunker in this episode. That Metatron was in the bunker. Lucifer was in the bunker. You know, remember when Mm -hmm. the bunker was supposed to be a safe place? You know, and they yeah. Uh, they brought someone who has killed Dean before into the bunker. They brought Mm. Lucifer, the devil into the bunker. And it was just so strange to me. So very strange. Yeah, it is very strange. And I guess just thinking as Sam was probably
1: thinking it's Cass, it's Cass, you know, it's, 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 I know Lucifer's in there, but I've, but supposedly he's going to help with Amara, you know, lesser of two evils. I, yeah, yeah, it was really hard, really difficult to watch him have to deal with Lucifer for not only what he went through, but but you know, Dean's been through, and everybody's been through, and, you know, Lucifer's, you know, not one to thank him, you know, for, for getting him out of there. So, yeah, I, it was, yeah, it was very strange to watch, and I wish we'd seen more reaction from Sam that way. You know, I wish it was played differently, written differently. But yeah, that was that was bad. Did you think at the very end of the episode, heals heals Cass's body? I won't say he's healed Lucifer. He's healed Cass's body, the vessel. Is Lucifer right. still in
3: there? Oh, yeah, definitely, because the look on his face was not yeah, Castiel's face. it was I, not Because I think Castiel... Yeah, okay. I yes. thought so, but I, I wondered what you thought. Yeah. Castiel to see God, I think, would have a completely different look on his face than Lucifer seeing God. Mm. Yeah, okay, I, I
1: thought so, but, you know, I just wondered if you thought seeing it because, you know, it was that, and then it just stopped, so... Different scene.
0: Yeah, I've I've
3: seen other people, you know, say, "Yeah, he cast yells back." I'm like, "Nope, that's the Lucifer." <laughs> that's yeah, that's the yeah. Lucifer. <laughs> well, they need him, so
1: you know, they yeah, talk to Yeah, exactly. Him and, and, what? Yeah. Where Chuck? Is too pleased. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They they want Lucifer because he's strong, you know, and so yeah, they would. God wouldn't have sent mm-hmm. him away God would have kept him there. And we know that Lucifer
1: alone is not enough because he tried and it didn't work. So it's going to take right. all of them to to deal with this. But <laughs> Chuck, oh. is, Chuck is none too pleased. Hmm? What?
3: I'm glad you saying it's going to take all of them reminded me today, like I was mentioning before the podcast started, I spent all of today watching all of 50 million Vampire Diaries episodes that were still on my DVR. <laughs> and, Remember, there's an actress from Vampire Diaries who the news came out was going to be on Supernatural. Uh She's going to be this season and in episodes next season. Well, she's still not been in the show yet. And there's two episodes, only two episodes left. Right. So, So she must. Yeah, I and I had totally forgotten about her until today when I was watching Vampire Diaries and the actress was on. I was like, whoa, wait, she's you know what happened to her on Supernatural? So God, that's right. God I had forgotten about her till you said something. Yeah, yeah, I I totally forgot. And God mentions in the episode um, that it's going to be them and some chosen, some other chosen people. So I'm guessing she must be one of these chosen, maybe that he's talking about that will help fight Amara. Mhm. hmm Hmm. Yeah, I totally forgot about her. Or, and this just popped into my head, something that might be interesting, Mm -hmm. mentioned wanting to get Lucifer out of Castiel's vessel. What if she's a new vessel for Lucifer?
1: That might be interesting. That could very well be. Because I, hmm... So, if he helps could be the new vessel new vessel, but when all is said and done, wouldn't it be better if Lucifer went back in the cage?
3: I'm just saying oh for sure for sure God dangerous even to even leave out, it. yeah, God yeah and even I like says, him saying, hey. thanks
1: a lot for springing him by the way, he says,
3: yeah. <laughs> And he says you think
1: if I could have trusted him I would have not put him in the cage, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm also I am looking for my my notes like what like what it started. I wonder if if this isn't all some big plan by Chuck, like everything. Well he is God. And I wonder <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm gonna have to see exactly where I put, because they're talking about Chuck's plan, you know, to sacrifice himself, and you know, she wants to put me in a cage, and what if, what if that is his plan?
3: Michael's, the, I wonder if it would be the same cage that Lucifer was in, and Michael's still there. Maybe God wants to be in the cage yeah. to let Michael freeze. Right, is it a is it the same cage or these other cages?
1: Um, oh, I, I know. Dean goes to talk to Chuck um, because Metatron has called me and Sam, tells him about the book, uh, it's autobiography. And wouldn't God know that Metatron would tell Sam and Dean about what he was going to do? Because if he really wanted a true sacrifice, he wouldn't have said anything. Like, he, like this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. He could have gone all around Sam and Dean and gone to Amara. And that was another thing. Yeah, that was another thing. Um, he says Amara's warded... No, Chuck, I'm so sorry. Chuck, Amara, one of them was warded against the other. And I'm like, but Why? because
3: Amara, Amara wants to see Amara.
1: God. She worded herself against against Chuck. But
3: she wants yeah, to see Yeah, yeah. So why she she's <laughs> trying to get his attention and try yeah, that made no sense. Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: On the the only thing I can kind of explain it is that she wants it on her terms. Like she doesn't want to be unwarded and have Chuck just Pop in and do something, you know, when she's not prepared. That's the only thing I can come up with because otherwise it makes no sense.
3: Yeah, yeah. So Hmm. let's take a caller. Okay. We have a few. Let me see. Oh, my goodness. Hi, you're on the air at Winchester Radio.
0: Hi, is this me? I've never called in this one of these. I am uh, obviously first time calling in, but I'm also uh, the age of John and Mary Winchester, so these are really like my boys. Um, and, you know, I'm,
1: I'm old enough to I'm, have to be their my boys too. <laughs> so oh,
0: okay, yeah, no, no, they're <laughs> really my old enough to be my children. Um, but anyway, I I really like the whole biblical part of supernatural, and I guess because uh, I do see how all of this could happen. I do see how they would pick Sam and Dean to be chosen because if you look back through the Bible and you find the most unlikely people chosen the ones that don't have faith, the ones that don't believe or Mm -hmm. uh, you know you have St. Paul on the way to Antioch where he's going to kill the, the Christians and then he's struck blind by the light and you have Matthew who was uh, the the tax collector and stuff. So to me, it makes perfect sense that you know Sam and Dean would have to mm-hmm. go through this. And the other thing that's really freaking me out is that everybody's talking about season twelve is probably going to be the end. And I don't know if you guys know anything about that or not. But um, I yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> yeah, because I think that there is so many more stories that can be written because to all of the saints and the people behind God, um, he, he uh, his love has to be given a free will because love is only worth anything if it's given. And so good and evil must be present. And all of those, whether it's Moses or Paul, I know I don't want to get too heavy in the Bible, but, They all had to go on after God, you know, God spoke to them and helped them. But good and evil was still in the world, and they still had to fight it and try to get people to um, believe and stuff like that. So, I mean, I I think if they want to go on, there's plenty of evil for them to fight after this, even if God goes back Mm -hmm. to them. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a
1: that's actually another thing I, I was going to mention is that you know uh it's been interesting to have god but god god's going to have to go because he he would be literally the god in the machine that takes care of all the problems. I mean we see some of it in this episode he just pops Sam and Dean back in the bunker. He just pops Sam and everybody else in baby into the middle of the bunker, <laughs> you know.
0: Well, Oh really? yes, so, yes. which was pretty well, he awesome. He can do but, anything. You know, he just so he he, part the Red Sea. So yeah. No, no, I I I'm just
1: saying he can do anything, so that's why he's got to go
3: because oh, yes. it's like he how Cass couldn't have so. his full angel powers because then you're like, Well just have him
1: take care of it so
4: Yeah Exactly. I,
0: I, exactly. Because mm-hmm. it has to be Sam and Dean and, and the people or the people that they come up against, it has to be all on free will. It has to all be them wanting to make the right decisions or have the people that they're trying to save make the right decisions. So I think Crowley mm-hmm. you can still have Crowley and you can still have all those people who are going to be uh, tempting them and, and evil still going to be out there because... You can't have goodness without evil. And as far as the darkness, um, she is nothing. She is nothingness. So she's oblivion. So that's why if she takes over, there can't be anything. So if she takes uh, denunerated, then they're both gone. Everybody's gone. <laughs> and you're just back to nothingness. So, um I don't think God's gonna let that happen. Mm. Anyhow. So I yeah, I just wanted to know what you thought about because uh Carver moved on this week.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He did. And and everybody's thinking that, you know, that's the death you know, but they've they've lost people on you know. People have moved on. Oh, I, I mean Eric think.
1: Kripke the the creator of the show moved on after five seasons so yeah it'll it'll carry on and
4: honestly I have a I have a
1: theory and I honestly have absolutely no clue if it's true or not but my theory is Jeremy Carver was pretty busy this season getting his other show ready and writing and not leaving Supernatural but definitely had taken some steps back and Andrew Dab was actually getting to know the show as showrunner already. And if that's right. true, I have loved this season. We've talked, Becky and I have talked about how much we love this season. And and you know, nothing's perfect, but it's been really spectacular. And if it, it has indeed been him showrunning, I say all the all the more Andrew Dab because
0: yeah, and it, it, you know, I I noticed. It- Gonna sound like really bizarre, but um, I think that um, watching these shows it really makes you think about a lot of the um, eternal questions. And I know that people probably think that's totally locked out, but um, I see a lot of these shows, and I do relate them to biblical things, and I and I do question them on a on a spiritual level. So I think the show is really really good with that and I and I, um, I don't think it was a mistake for them to advance and grow from just being I loved when he said give me a vampire and I can kill a vampire mm. <laughs> you know um, your sister you know I, I can't do but he's been being prepped for that his, his whole life so uh, maybe we all are I don't know but uh yeah, I just I think well, it's I get really it, cool. I it's don't like want
1: them simpler to, times. I,
0: huh? Yeah, I don't want. I, I don't want yeah. them to end in thirteen. I don't want them to end. I'm going to my first uh, uh, convention in November, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, I'm like, okay, so I go and the show ends. Oh. No, it's yeah, I
2: have, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think the
0: show going is
3: going to end. be ending. And Jared not and Jensen have both anyway. said, "Yeah." At Jared home, and Jensen you know. have both said that they're they're in it till you know they you know the show's going to go on until Jared and Jensen decide to leave, and I don't see Jared and Jensen deciding to leave for a while. So for I, a little while, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I I think and they're, backed go, the they're, they're backed up by the
4: network. They're backed up by the network and the studio, exactly. who
1: basically says, we're you're, You know what? We're with you till you guys decide to, as Jensen put it, tap out. So, right, right. going they have a lot of support from everywhere. So I, I, I think you're safe for at least for a little while. Um, I hope you I have a great so. time at your first convention. I hope you have a great time at your first convention. And thanks for calling in. It was good to talk you. Well, thank to you. you
0: so much. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, keep to the next person. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Oh. <laughs> bye bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh,
3: bye-bye. Okay. You want to go to the next caller? Yes. Hi there. You're on the air with Winchester Radio. Thanks for waiting.
0: Hello? Hello?
3: Hi.
2: Hi.
1: Did you have a question or a comment about this
0: episode?
2: Yes. My name is Angel, and this is my first time seeing uh Supermancher. I'm a big fan of Superman. This is my very first time seeing the show for almost uh, a month and a half. <laughs> I watch um, pretty much all all the episodes of uh, on uh Netflix. I'm a big fan of Netflix, so what I've been watching the episode all the way all the way until number twelve. I just saw number twelve. Um, uh, I have a question to ask. What do Castiel mean? Is that it? is that in the Bible? His name? Yes, his name.
1: I don't think there is there, a Castiel. There's a Castiel, I've heard an angel. A, but
3: um angel of Thursday, I've heard Castiel mentioned called an angel of Thursday. I don't know what yeah. that is, or if that's a real angel. Let me do a Google search real quick on Castiel Angel Thursday. I mean, I remember back oh, when he first came
1: up with on, his...
0: it was
3: iffy.
1: Yeah, I I don't think there's an actual Castiel. I do recall there being a Castiel that that people, fans thought, well, maybe that's who the show meant, mm-hmm. um,
3: right? So, yep that's that's what exactly I'm coming up with. Castiel is sometimes considered a variant of Cassiel. The name Castiel does not appear in the Bible, nor does it, does it appear until around the 13th century. Later texts say Castiel is an angel who presides over Thursdays, and it is likely he came to be based on an older mythological character, Cassiel. Well,
2: that's nice. so he's not
3: in the. Yeah, so there's mm-hmm. a, a character named Cassiel.
2: So basically oh, what Susan uh, said. <laughs> so what do Supernatural, do they go to different cities and different states? Because they have fans all over the world. I mean, here in Danville in the North, we don't have money to go see them like that. <laughs> and I have kids. <laughs> um, I, I got them on my Twitter page, and I was trying to write them on something and ask them would they be able to come to Danville in the North to do a, a thing for the fans.
3: Well, if you go to uh, creationent.com, dot com, um, if you go there, you'll see all the uh, conventions in North America that um, that all the supernatural conventions. So just go to creationent.com, dot com, and you can see everywhere they're going in North America this year, and they've already got some scheduled for
2: next year. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 'cause I'm a I just part of being a big fan and I love Sam and Dean. And I love the show. And I think at the end of the show, I think Sam and Dean will say the uh say the end. I think they will say the world. But all this stuff won't happen. Again. And I like how and I like how the way Dean cried on season twelve. Yeah, I had this off. Um, uh, where he really asked God what happened, where you been in and Really tears was coming out of his eyes So I think it had touched him And he was kind mm-hmm. of dead about it And then at the end You know the girl came And she told him that you go belong to me At the end uh, and, and he's telling mm-hmm. her No I'm not You know so they're trying to fight it And I think they're gonna win it Cause Sam's gonna help them
3: Yeah I've got all my faith in Sam and Dean Yes.
2: Yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Yes, I have all my faith in them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I yep. think they will say. Yes. So, they, so they yes, that's all well
3: over and they, they are
1: worth putting your faith in because, you know, they figure things out always. Um, I'm sorry, uh,
3: did you say that was, that was your only question?
2: Um, oh, do y'all work from the supernatural? No, no.
3: we're just fans. Just like you, it's we're just fans. Fan. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, okay. Yep, that was it. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Thank you. You Thanks too. for calling.
3: You have too. Have a good night. You too. And do we have one more caller? No. By the way, caller callback. Oh, okay. We they lost. We lost them. Yeah, lost. So, call back. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> yeah, and she was she was
1: a new fan of Supernatural. I love that. Eleven years in, we're still yeah. getting new fans. <laughs> and she's yeah, like, I love really Netflix. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of wanted to say, you know, so
3: did Cass. <laughs> she's a big fan. Right. Too. Right. <laughs>
1: And and yeah, it's great. It's great for catching up and yeah, what a what great entertainment but I'm like, Wow, even all these years later, man, what's going on twelve and a brand new thing and, and um, mhm.
3: I I was just gonna say while she's talking, I remember something I wanted to mention. Um mm-hmm. there at the end when um uh, Amara um Stops, you know, stops the car when Sam and Castiel and, you know, are heading towards her, and she stops the car. And um, there's a drive-in movie um, marquee in the field behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see a drive-in movie marquee. The movie showing is Apocalypse Now. I thought that was funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I was looking. I was trying to look at it and watch a and everything. And oh, that's great. <laughs> And very appropriate. Um, Right? Oh, yeah. There's just a couple other little little things. Um, Sam sitting at the table researching and Dean comes in and he brings in coffee for him and Sam. And all I could think is those are really tiny coffee cups. Sam and Dean are big guys (laughs) and they need big coffee cups. And if they're staying up that late, they need a lot of coffee. So I thought that was funny. And... um, and then they start talking about God, you know, does God sleep?" and well, he takes showers, and he sings in the shower, and Dean says, "Yeah, crappy folk songs, which is, I'm sure, a reference back to the other episode um, um, when Chuck sang fairly well, which was actually gorgeous, and it kind of bugs me that they that Dean said that, but I guess Dean wouldn't be a fan of crappy folk songs. <laughs> he would think that if God sang classic rock, he would probably feel better about that. Anyway, um, our caller called back. So
4: shall we put them on the sure. air? Sure.
3: Hi, caller. Thanks for calling back. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> it's okay. It's actually Brittany. Oh, oh hi, hi, Brittany. How hi. Um, I'm good. Uh, let me start by saying this episode made me cry, scream, and was intense as always. Wow. Um oh. one of the main scenes that I really got me <laughs> <laughs> made me scream oh, too but the... not
1: in a good way.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah glad exactly. It did that for you. I'm glad it did that for you. I really am. <laughs> Sincerely. Tell me why.
3: <laughs>
4: well, um it made me cry because First of all, the whole Dean and God speech at the beginning. Mm. To see Dean and the way Jensen portrayed Dean made me, like, I mm-hmm. felt really bad. And I could feel his pain that he was expressing. Right. Mm. And the main part that made me scream was when we had to be talking about a beloved character for, like, a split second. When Kevin mm-hmm. came back for that split second. I kind of yeah. I like sh- screamed at the TV because that was like so not expected. Like no one like spoiled that for us.
3: They yeah, I'm I'm very impressed with them because usually something will come out and that did not come out at all. So yeah, I, I was really impressed that
4: nobody knew. Uh, another thing that kind of made me scream and I was kind of shocked was Metatron dying at the end or near the end because last episode. Mm-hmm. Ma- I originally did not like Metatron. I was, I was, no, he was not a liked character by me. But last episode changed my mind, and I was like feeling sorry for him, and I liked him, and I'm like, oh, he changed. And then mm-hmm. the next episode, he sacrifices himself and dies.
3: Yeah, so I think it can probably change. I think probably out of all the characters Supernatural's had, he's been the most hated. I don't think <laughs> Metatron has any fans. Well, Especially he did after kill killing. Dean. Exactly. He killed Dean. Yes. Everybody hated him. Um, but, yeah, everybody, you know, fell in love with him last week, I think, or at least most people did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it was time for him to go. You know, Metatron's been around since mm-hmm. season eight, And so I do think it was, you know, good time for him to go. He was able to have his redemption. And he went out on a good note. So I thought if he had to go. And I think it was time for him to go. He went out in a good way. So,
4: Yes, he did. I actually have uh, two or three questions for you. I would like your opinion on. Okay. Um, one mm-hmm. of them is, based on the promo for this coming week's episode, we see that the angels and demons might have to team up together to take on Amara. Do you think they will be able to get along for a short period of time to take out a common enemy, or do you think there's going to be tension between the two different sides? I think both. I think they'll they'll
3: work. They'll try their best to work together, but there will be tension the whole time. I can totally see that.
2: Mm, what about do you, you think? Mhm.
0: Think so too. I think they've hinted all season
1: that different factions are going to have to somehow work together. You know, I mean, angels, demons, they've had meetings, you know, the monsters are very aware. Um, Yeah, so I think they've, which is pretty good, actually. It's pretty cool, but they've been hinting at that all season. You know, the foundation's been been built, at least. It won't come out of nowhere if we see all different kinds of characters come together and work together. And Amara is that big. I mean, you know, if it took God and Lucifer and who knows how many other angels to do it before, it's going to take take a lot to do it again.
4: Or maybe they won't do it again. It probably will be a cliffhanger. <laughs> I also think there will be major um, trust issues between the two factions because they will you mm. know, one's heaven, one's hell. So major trust issues between them. For sure, yeah. for sure. And my Purgatory other Purgatory figures
1: in here anywhere, <laughs> you
4: know. Get some monsters involved too. Hmm. And what was your other question, Brittany? Oh, um, I, I've seen a couple other uh, fans question this. Do you think they will be giving when they, if they expel Lucifer from? castiel's vessel do you think they will get a new vessel and if so who do you think it is i also heard you talking about the new character from the vampire Mm -hmm. diaries which i am also a fan of but um do you think that actor will be the new vessel or do you think they have somebody already lined up for that role
3: if I, if, they, if they went by what i wanted which of course they don't cuz they don't know me i would I would, <laughs> mark, I would i want them to stay with mark Pellegrino at all times um but yeah. you know like like we were talking about earlier that we do have this new um female character coming on and i you know she could very well be a new vessel you know if they're going to go cuz castiel can't keep him all the time yeah, you know, we've got to have Castell back. Castiel's barely been in this season. So they've got to bring Castiel mm. back. So Lucifer will have to go somewhere. So either he, you know, goes to Mark Pellegrino or somebody else would you know, would have to be.
1: Yeah. And he's gotta go somewhere.
4: Yeah. Um, I actually just thought of another one. I'm sorry. Um what if Castiel gets to see God at some point, whether it be the end of this season or whether it be season 12, what do you think his reaction will be? And what do you think he will be one of his first words to God? I think he would be extremely
3: honored. I think he would, you know, because, you know, Castiel has been looking for him since season four and like Dean, he got his heart broken. Um, when, you know, he found out that God had given up. God did you know, when they went to, spoke with Joshua in the garden, and, you know, Joshua told him, God just doesn't feel like his, his point. He, it's not his business. But so it, it broke his heart, too. So I think if Castiel was to finally see God, I think, which, you know, we know he already has. Even though Lucifer's in his body, he's seeing what's going on. So, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's seen him, but he's just not had a chance to talk with him. I think he will be very honored and kind of have kind of the same reaction as Dean, but maybe, you know, not cry. I think he would, you know, let him know he was disappointed, but he's very, very happy to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he
1: might be angry. He might be scared because, you know, he did think he was God for a while. I mean, it was, Very you true. Know,
3: very true. Castiel's done sentence, some bad you know.
1: things, right? Yeah, he might be pretty darn concerned, on the other hand. Um, <laughs> if you're truly sorry, you know, you have God's forgiveness. So I think that would be a very interesting conversation. I wanted Sam and God to have more of a conversation. I mean, like a, like a deeper conversation, you know, than some... Simple questions, you know. Sam is such a man of faith, and he's been praying all season um, um, uh, to God and about God. I maybe he'll get his chance in the last two episodes, but I, I, it's so important to him. I really want him to have the chance to talk to talk with God. Maybe God thinks, you know, because he says in this episode, you know, Sam always had faith. You know, even if Dean didn't, so he knows that Sam has had this faith. And I guess, you know, sometimes you you worry more about the one who you know needs a push or needs more of your help, and if somebody's already a person of faith and praying, maybe you're not quite as concerned, but they still need your attention, you know, and acknowledgement. So I hope Sam gets that.
0: He deserves it. I was it. thinking
1: oh.
3: too... Oh, I wish they'd give us a two-hour episode sometime. You know, Supernatural's never had a two-hour episode. I wish they'd give it to us. Mm. Yeah. Another thing
1: that, that someone else has got to figure in, I I hope, because, again, there won't be a point to her being on this season if she isn't, is Billy the Reaper. Right. Ooh. Nope. Yep.
3: Hmm. But
4: that's all I got for you, ladies.
3: Okay. we okay, well, keep great up the good work. Thanks for calling. You had some great questions. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Definitely. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks for calling back. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: <laughs>
4: yep. It's okay. Have a good mm-hmm. night. Good night, Have a good Brittany. night. Thanks. Yep. Bye.
3: All right, well, anything else? Any other news or? Questions or comments? We The big news of the weekend, we kind of already mentioned it, was that Jeremy Carver um, is moving on to frequency. So our new showrunners, we we're we going to have um, co showrunners, Andrew Dabb and Robert Singer, which I think is amazing, and I love it. And I'm yay. looking forward to seeing uh, what they can do at the helm. Um, you know, we've already had three showrunners, so... Uh, you know, we had Eric Kripke, we had Sarah Gamble, we had Jeremy Carver. So, you know, it's not a new thing for a showrunner to step down. It's happened twice before. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they do next year. Because like you, I have a feeling that Andrew Dab kind of has been running this season anyways. And it's been so different than the other, the previous Jeremy Carver seasons. And um, Andrew Dab is writing the season finale, which is usually what the showrunner writes. The showrunner usually writes mm-hmm. the season finale, and right. so you know, if if Andrew Dab has been basically running the show this season, I can't wait to see what he does officially running the show because he's mm-hmm. been so much better than the last few, and I've loved it so much.
1: Hmm.
3: Yes, me too. I. Totally agree.
1: Um, I was just taking a quick peek at my notes. I like that when Chuck brought baby into the bunker at the end, he said, see, I do answer prayers. Sam must have prayed, God help us, <laughs> or something right, like that.
0: Right, right. <laughs> I was wondering, who who did the praying?
1: Yeah, possibly all of them. I oh.
0: just...
3: I, I really hope that God helps them to get it out of there, you know, because it, yes. it wasn't in, it wasn't in the It or anything. It was just, yeah, so, you know, God's going to have to help them move it out of there. Yeah.
1: Um, how does Donatello find Amara? How can he find Amara when no one else can, not even God? I mean, you don't have to answer I, that, but that's like another question I had, you know.
3: My, the way I felt it was because he was called in the middle of one of her death bogs.
0: So, right. Because
3: Dean says maybe it was
1: God, Amara's God power that calls the prophet him, him as the prophet, yeah. not Chuck God. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Definitely. Like he's kind of connected to her a little bit like Dean is maybe.
3: Yeah. That's, that's the, what I got from it.
1: Mm. Okay. Um <laughs> it's funny how how he says first you 1st she'll tell me now you'll tell me that Santa Claus is real too, <laughs> and Dean starts to tell him <laughs> like not now <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> not he's had too much, not now <laughs> yeah, 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 and I just want to give him him a little more
1: kudos, yeah. yeah that'll do it, <laughs> um and also just. Kudos to Rob Benedict, who I think is doing a great job overall as God, you know, because he's just such an adorable little man. But he's playing playing both the, you know, the the wrathful, powerful God and the kind of fun Chuck, you know, who sits around and eats Chinese food. So in this episode, sometimes he was a little too human for me. But but mostly I, I just love how he's how he's doing it. So yeah, great job, Rob Benedict. And again,
3: and he still ha- he was very godly. I felt um, mm-hmm. you know several moments. Um, you know the way he held himself is different um, mm-hmm. when he was mm-hmm. trying to be you know more authoritative. He he, he can be, he I love how he just pulls out the godliness and like at mm-hmm. one point he says, "So spake the Lord." Uh, or the mm-hmm. Lord spake, or however he said it. I was, it
4: mm-hmm.
3: was awesome. You know, I love how he can yeah. be just regular, bumbly old Chuck, and then boom, he's God. You know, I love how mm-hmm. he can change like that. Yeah,
1: and not just the powerful God, but like a a kind and compassionate God. Like when Dean's trying to talk to him and crying, he's very kind, too. You know, he's very quiet and everything. So that also was godly. It wasn't as big but it's definitely um, a God quality too and again kudos to Jensen for a great episode Um, any other comments or or wrap ups or anything (laughs) Um, for this episode we have two more uh, 22 and 23 next week and the week after and two more podcasts for the season and that looks going to be Looks like it's going to be a wild finish, <laughs> and I don't have a clue how they're going to handle this. But I, but it's okay. I'm looking forward to that.
3: Yep, yep. I agree. I, mm-hmm. I'm very excited and looking forward to what they're going to do. It's 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 awesome.
4: Mm.
1: Me too. Me too. And. Looking forward to next season now as well.
2: Yes. Uh,
1: yeah, really. Oh, Robert Barron's for the next episode. I was trying to recall and it's Robert Barron's, also a terrific writer, and then Andrew Dobb writing the finale. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to the last two and seeing where we end up. Could truly, truly be a real helitas this time. <laughs> so, Okay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we had a great, pot, great podcast. Thanks for our callers with their great questions. Thanks for finding Supernatural as new fans in Season 11 <laughs> and uh, some of you. And uh, thanks, Brittany, to calling. And
3: that's it, Becky. Any, any, any last words? <laughs> uh, I'm good. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to our callers for calling in and Look forward to talking with you again next week. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody.
1: And we'll let the boys say goodnight.
0: Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.